Hi, I'm Danny Penna, and you're listening to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7 with host Eric Fiorello. Get strong. The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7 today. If you can believe it, we're almost at the end of July. It's the 29th of July, 2019. We got our pal Karma Caputo coming in here, and we were both talking about um, if you've been paying attention to the weather, which I try not to, and I was outside, so there's my barometer right here. Um, Carmen and myself are experiencing some very, very high heat. Now, it was very hot last week here. Carmen said it cooled down a little bit. I was telling him both days I had to train in the garage and outside. One day was 107. The other day was 110. And my brother-in-law and I were talking about because we had a big Italian dinner last night. You looked at my platform, and it looked like somebody dumped water all over it. It was this boy's sweat. As Frank DeMeo calls me now, the Italian bulldozer, and I love that name. Italian bulldozer. We got one on the other end of the line, too, that I'll bring in very shortly in Carmen. But, um, you know, it's like everything. You get through it. But the thing is, I think today's the hottest day of the year I felt out there. I went out, threw a burger on my Weber before we came on air. You couldn't. It was pretty hard to stand out in the sun. It was that intense, the heat. So I'm going to play it by ear. If it's like that tonight, I was telling Carmen, I'm up at 4.30 anyways. I'll be out in the yard at 6 a.m. It'll be at least down to 65 or 70. I'll get out there, crush it, and then live the rest of the day, and uh, we'll talk about that at some point. Um, Number one, uh, let's see. Repeat after me. Go pull through your nose. Out through your mouth. And repeat after me. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. If you've been paying attention to what I've been writing down lately, I never divulge this. But I say this myself. I bet I say it to myself 500 times a day. Say these two words no matter what's happening in your life. Keep going. But don't say it like quietly. Say, keep going. If you're in around a lot of people and you don't want them to hear what you're saying, then it'll go off in your head. But when you say these things I'm talking about here and all the rewiring and the solo shows I've done, and I've done a lot of this with Carmen. Steve Cotter and I just crush this all the time. He'll be on this Sunday. Paul Firepower Gray. There's just certain people here that we are doing that with and the solo shows. And I was telling Carmen, I know the growth span we're having right now. It's incredible. But the direction I'm going with so many things, is only going to enhance your strength training, believe me. So if you hear me talking about rewiring, don't become alarmed because John McKean and I are doing so many things with the middies right now. I don't know if we're going to do a show together because I finally convinced him to come on. We're going to start maybe doing the power rack rewiring of the brain, which I know for sure. I would love to write a thesis on it. I'm not kidding you. 
and John and I have been going over a lot of stuff. That could potentially happen, or it could be a potential of multiple shows with film. As I told Carmen, there's just so many exciting things going on here, you wouldn't believe it. So, stay with that. You're a winner. You're a champion. Well, you want to say I am. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. And keep going. Secondly, um, Winners and Champions. That's our premier product at FiorelloBarbellCo.com. 14 modules. I speak all the way through them. Go out and just look at all the movements in there. And the money is not a lot for what you're getting, and I can give you whatever you want. I mean, I've done so many things since they were put out. They're all digital. Download them. And I'm telling you right now, you can contribute to two companies that have broken their ass for everybody. I mean, I have just busted my ass, and it's like I share everything. I don't charge people for it. I mean, I've got people coming in here that look at my sites. The first thing they say to me, are you selling your product? I said, nowhere near what it should be. Okay, number two, why aren't you charging for your podcast? I said, because I want people to be able to have access to this stuff for free, and I want them to buy my product, and I want them, as we go into this right now, prosperity consciousness, I want them to invest. and $100, that's right on there in FiorelloBarbellCo.com, is not a lot of money for what you're getting here. Break $25 off on 12 months. A subscription is going to be more than that. So what I'm saying is, if you really want to be part of this family, it works both ways. And if if you learn and understand the laws of prosperity, see, this is where I'm going with so many things, you'll understand what I'm coming from. It's not to get you to give me money to beg you, because I'm not going to beg anyone. That's why I'm out working this shit job to make this place go as quick as I can with the idea of all the things I'm doing behind the scenes, we're going to get some people coming here and spend some serious money. That's what it's all about, because I've said this before, and if you don't realize it, I'm going I'm to make it real clear to you. You can have all the best ideas, all the best creations in the world, but if you don't have the money, folks, guess what? You sit and spin your wheels. That's what happens. You need money to go out there and create the lives we want for everybody else. So if we're part of an army here, which is what I've created, and I just use the term army, I I, I say we're, being Italian, I'm talking the Roman Legion when they were the real Roman Legion, where we march and we go after everyone. I don't care. That's what it's about. And it's all about positivity and quality of life. And that's what we believe in, and that's what we'll keep doing. And I said to Carmen before he came on, I can't stop talking about my nephew, Danny. And if you haven't seen him, go out to Etched in Stone for kids. Go out to Etched in Stone. See what he recently did over here with myself and his dad. And if there's any question you think to what I know and don't know, go watch that little boy. And then you'll know what's going on here is no bullshit. And if you knew what was going on with the rack work and everything else here, most people's heads would snap right off their shoulders with what I'm doing here. And I'm not saying that to boast ego, but when we get in today's show, you're going to understand where I'm coming from here. I am very proud of FBC and M&M. I am very proud to have family like that. And a young man and all my nieces, they come over here. Just incredible stuff, and I'm very, very proud and grateful to have a gentleman like Carmen Caputo in with me. 
This is very, very important to me. And if you haven't figured that out yet, you better. Because this all goes to life. And we're going to get into this more and more. Also, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and look at all the shows Carmen and I have done. There is tons of them. And obviously, if you've been paying attention, the last two shows we've done with his son, Joe, who's been a guest with Carmen and myself, he can't make it today. We'll get him back in here again. But you know what? Carmen and I haven't done uh, one-on-one, and it's going to be a hell of a show today. So we make the best of everything. There's nothing he and I can't do together, and we just do it. So look for Joe in the future, but right now, today, it's Carmen and I. Secondly, uh, go up and sign for a free newsletter on MotivationMuscle.com. Um, it goes right to my MailChimp account, and you'll get any content I put out, and I put tons of content out. Uh, also, don't forget about our blog. Go out and read the latest um, story by John McKean. I got another one hot on the burner, too. He sent me this morning. It's incredible stuff, and I finally got him. It looks like I talked to him for two hours the other day. Uh, it looks to me like um, John's going to be coming on here with me. And we've got one of his protégés coming on, uh, I think it's in two weeks, two or three weeks in August. You're going to love hearing hearing from Beth. And if you've been watching Anthony I put out there, go look. She set the record for a side bend. No woman's even come close. She's incredible. I talked to her yesterday. We shored everything up. Um, don't forget, too, another big investment. Come on in here and buy advertising. It's very reasonable. And if you know me, you know how hard and diligently I work, and I will work with you for the next 30 years. And what I talk about making income, the more income we make, the quicker we're going national. Unless somebody hears me today and says, I want to hire you, Eric. And that could very well happen because I know what people have told me just recently that they're very shocked that I'm not national or been hired by a big radio station. But it's all going to happen. I put in the work. I won't relent. We will start, we'll go with some other stuff, too. Also, YouTube channel, Fiorella Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. And on that note, I'm going to give you some information on a real man here. Number one, we're going to welcome Carmen in here momentarily. But he's a USA Marine veteran, a retired school teacher, and a champion weightlifter for 59 years. And I think the world of him, he's Italian. Um, you know, I've lost my father years ago. You know, John Ridge is gone now. And I really enjoy talking to people that have been around. I'm, You know, I miss those guys big time. Not that I don't, I, I got a guy now, a real pal. Um, my buddy Benny, who owns Pellegrino Imports here in Albany. I, I, I'm. His father's a real good guy. He cooks there every day. I believe he's in his early 80s. And his brother, Lorenzo, who I've become very friendly with. I go in there every Saturday to get stuff. And he's got his little table there. And, of course, you know, you got to go there. And he gives you the kiss and all that. And he he always calls you. He goes, my boy, like that, you know. And, you know, he's married. He's got a daughter It was married. Um, He's awesome. And I love talking to him about Italy and Palermo and everything else. So, This is good stuff. You know, I I love just sitting and listening and learning. On that note, Carm, welcome back. You know, it's always an honor to have you on the show, and welcome back to Eminem, sir. Thank you very much. And every time you introduce me, I look around the room to see who you're talking about. Well, we know for sure, and everybody else knows, and that's the most important thing. And You just opened up a lot of memories talking about the guys in that shop, man, where my grandparents lived. 
Yep. We go over there to visit them in all those little shops in the neighborhood. You hit that area and the smells would just light you up. <laughs> you know, the cheese and the yep. meat thing and yep. that stuff. Yep. You just opened up a big memory bank for me on that one, buddy. Uh, it's a good feeling, man. It, I met it. I met a lady at Pellegrino Saturday. Her name's Annie. I've never met her before. Full-blood Italian. Husband's not well. She literally, Benny gets her the uh, the pork, and she makes her own sausage, and she brings it in there, and they run it through the machine for her. She used uh-huh. to make all of her own cheese, super sod, but, you know, the, the husband responsibility – nicest lady man you ever met and today i can't wait because tomorrow i'm going to go down there's a place in albany in the old part of albany called stella marie's and jerry and his wife and i believe it's his sister are usually they got a a decent sized store too she cooks man stuff like you wouldn't believe because tomorrow i got to get my favorite which is uh angel hair with oleo and for anybody that doesn't know what that is that's macaroni obviously garlic and oil and my god that was my fa- one of my father's favorites and obviously that's how i learned about it um i can't wait to go and talk to him they ju- they just got back from italy his mother turned 94 and they literally had the whole family for the month of july just about oh, in italy to celebrate her birthday it was a complete surprise and then um he goes back in september cuz he owns uh, he owns a a lot of olive groves, and I guess that's when they press all the olive oil, and he has right. it back here in America in the store. I love talking to him. He makes the best hot super sod you've ever had in your life. I'm not hands down the best. You get that in a piece of chunk provolone, you're not. You're going to have to cut my hands off to get, get to it, literally. <laughs> I mean, it's that damn good. But on that note, Carmen, anything you want to give out, anything going on, websites, anything like that? If not, we're going to talk today. I love this hunger to be somebody, and we've been kind. Of, you know, I've been on and off here, on on the air and off the air. You, you're hearing referencing that, but anything you want to add to it, Carmen? If not, I'm going to let you start the wheel. Okay, well, thank you. We just had a meet Saturday. As a matter of fact, there was a fellow here in town that's doing. Uh, he started up a deal to work with at-risk children, and he announced we had done a meet in March, a USPF meet. And he announced at that meet that he was doing this thing in uh, July here to raise some money to help these underprivileged kids. His attitude is, if I got them in the gym, they're going to be too tired to run the streets. Yeah, I and love it. Yep. And he's yep. right, you know. So we had five of our guys sign up, and we went yesterday and or Saturday, I mean, and had a heck of a time. It was a good meet. The venue was wonderful. Dan Black is the man's name, and it's is name of his outfit is iron sharpens iron nice and uh it was a wonderful deal just a great time you know it wasn't sanctioned by any of the major outfits he said he's got a tax-free deal and all the money went straight to his outfit to fund his operations you know and you, you can't stress enough how important it is to get young people involved in something that's productive yeah. It builds their self-esteem, it builds their confidence, it builds their body, and it just makes them better human beings. And I've never been around a group of lifters that was more focused than this bunch here. That's excellent. We, he, might, he might be a guy we might want to get on here. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, tell him about you. And, yeah, we might want to do that. But 
And you kind of just hit where we're going with our subject today, hunger to be somebody. What does that mean to Carmen Caputo? Well, when I started this activity in 1960, I was 15 years old, and I was just basically, in my mind, a nobody. I wanted to do something that would help me stand out and help me with my self-confidence. You know, I just was one of those guys that you see in school that just kind of hugged the walls yeah. in the room and down the hallway. And uh, I started lifting. I had a buddy in my homeroom class, and he, he was an Italian guy too, Nick Capuana. Uh-huh. And uh, he told me about lifting. She gave me a, an old copy of Strength and Health, and I read through it, and I started a campaign with my parents to get me a set of weights. And because I really wanted to be somebody that was physically capable. Yeah. I've, I've, I've always been fascinated by the old Roman myths, the Greeks and Roman myths, you know, mm-hmm. and the heroes, you know, Hercules and Perseus and all those guys. They stood out. They were physically dominant. Nobody gave them any crud. They took care of business. They saw a job. They did it, and they went about their business, and they didn't look for accolades they just took care of their stuff yep they protected their families and so forth and that has been my motivation for ever since i first grabbed a barbell and tried to lift it that has been my motivation to be as strong as i can for as long as i can and if you and my thoughts are if you are that then your family will be provided for oh yeah you you can protect your wife you can protect your kids you can provide for them and give them the benefits that are available and uh it's just it's worked for me you know and and at the first as any kid you you got a guy you want to be like yeah you know yes steve Steve reeves was the man back in 1960 yep you know and then i got into the strength and health magazine and york barbell and john grimmick was their spokesperson yep he was there he was their guy that advertised and everything and of course Reeves was six two. I'm five eight, and then John Grimmick was about more my size, right? Wise, and I said I can be him. I can't be Reeves. And then after a few years, I said those two jobs are already taken. <laughs> That's Reeves is Reeves. Grimmick yep. is Grimmick. Yep. The only guy I can be is Caputo. You know. Yeah. So be the best Caputo I can be, and I've busted my hump for fifty nine years in the gym to try to accomplish that, and I can still turn it a little bit. I'm not as strong as I was when I was forty. But there's very few 73, 70. I'll be 74 in another month. Wow. Very few 74-year-olds that can stay with me in the gym anymore. No. And that, yeah. that makes me happy, you know, because I'll, I'll get to griping. This used to be easier. And my son, he's as blunt as a sledge to a window, you know. <laughs> he says, Dad, he says, you need to shut up. He said, there's nobody else I know. There's nobody else you know your age that can do what you're doing. You're putting us younger guys, you're making us hustle hard in here. And I said, then my job is accomplished. That's what I want to do. I don't want anybody to just think you just show up and it's easy to do. If uh, what we did was easy, Eric, everybody would be doing it. Oh, without a doubt. But you know what, Carmen, that you, you hit it with, with Joe with a sledge through the window. But I'm going to kind of reverse this now. See, when you got people leading, you know, that's all part of being somebody. When you got a a gentleman like yourself leading, you know, like I was talking about with Danny the other day, this example, even if you're not purposely doing it, others around you are going to pick this right up. 
because I, I got news for you. I don't care what the world says right now about, ah, you know, nobody cares about being physical and you don't have to do this because we don't live in a hunter-gatherer world anymore. I don't know anybody, once they get a taste of this stuff, that suddenly doesn't want to become physical. It is genetically in all of us. And well, it's like everything yeah. – go ahead. All you got to do – is pick something heavy up that the guy next to you can't, and you automatically feel like you're the stud of the house. Exactly. And I mean, it's it's genetic. You're right. It's just one of those things that happens. You know, it's. I saw an ad the other day for cars, and they were saying Henry Ford said, "The minute the second car was built, the guy said, let 'Let's race.' Yeah. It's it's the same thing with what we do, Eric. Yep. You pick up a 200 pound stone. The guy next to you says, you got one that weighs 205. I want exactly. to do that. You know? yep. I mean, you're never satisfied. You always want to do more because that makes you better. It improves your abilities to to just get along in life, you know. Well, I, and, think, I think a lot of it, Carmen, too, you know, I think when we talk about this topic and – it's you, you know, you're, you've mentioned it a number of times here. It's you that's got to decide that you have the hunger inside to be somebody. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I think, I know with the both businesses here and all these thoughts constantly running through my head, all these changes I'm making subconsciously, all, I talk about the power rack rewiring. I talk about the ice cold water on the front lobe of my head, your forehead, your brain. The way I am doing everything I can to get down to my reptilian brain that's been covered with garbage for 30 years. I'm telling you right now, what this does to you, once you start figuring things out, is this. You're going to be on this race forever to conquer anything that doesn't belong in you or anyone that doesn't belong with you. And I'm telling you this. You should be very prideful in yourself, number one. And I don't want to get into this negative shit, but we know everything out there today is geared in most ways to be a victim, to not want to excel in front of the others because you make them feel bad, um, to not take a business or whatever it is you love to do your passion and be the best you could ever be. Well, don't worry about it. You You can be a little mediocre and still make it. I'd rather jump off a cliff than be mediocre. I was was telling Carmen before we came on, you know, we're coming up to five years for Eminem in September, the end of September. And it's like any business, both businesses. I I don't take one on. I I open two. Um, And I've said it before, but I don't say it as a crybaby. It's been very rough for five years. I mean, very rough. And you've got to figure, you got to become very, very good with anything you have monetarily. You've got to know how to budget like never before. You've got to be able to do, right now, I, I could easily hire one person, maybe two. That's how much stuff I've got to do, all right? It's not just podcasts. And as I said, when I put it with this podcast today, got to write notes, got to put it up. You're talking an hour and a half. That's a lot of time, believe me. And everything else has got to be done, too, whether it's phone calls or contacting companies to come in here and advertise, et cetera, et cetera. But I could be the kind of guy years ago that said, you know what? I've lost the hunger. I'm shutting down. Okay. And then I said to Carmen, you've heard me say this, these two 
I'm not even calling them entities. These two breathing life um, pieces of me that are extensions of me are no different. Not that I've ever had a child, and I'm not going to compare them to children, but they are my children. And if you know anything about me, you'd have to kill me dead in the road to take my children. Right. Okay? When, when, when Danny or Maggie or anybody's over here, my sister's like, you don't hover over them, but I, I always see you like out of the corner of your eye. I said, yeah, because they're so damn important to me. It's like all you want to do is protect them even though you can't. And nothing's going on, but I'm just saying, I remember Natalie, my oldest niece, the one that we call her the roadrunner. She's just incredible. And I know she's going to get a scholarship for senior year. She just got a big award, and I can't remember what it was. It was something to do with track, and I, and I should remember, but there's so much going on last night. They all talk at you at once. It's it's typical Italian. And That's right. Um, right. You've got to make I, an appointment to say something. <laughs> and I was like, and, and I kind of lost my train of thought. But the point of the matter is, all right, she is going definitely somewhere. And when I see these kids and, and when we're talking about the hunger to be somebody, I was telling Carmen offline, usually everybody comes out. You know, my mom's there and Dan usually walks her to the car or I do whatever. But the kids are talking to me and you're hugging and kissing goodbye and all that. And I pulled Danny to the side. I said, hey, I want to talk to you. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, I can't tell you how proud I am of what you did last week. And I know what you're going to do. And Danny did a bumper for Eminem. It's on Scott Shetler's show today. And it's on um, Stevie Shanks. That's where it debuted. And he did it flawlessly. And with my hunger to be somebody, this is what happens. You build, I, I want to say, a mystique in some ways. You know, when Danny sees, when he's over here with his dad and I, why wouldn't he want to go and do something? Or we ask him, what do you think about this? Would you like to do it? I never say try it because I don't believe in that word. Do you want to do it? Yes. But when you saw him with the tire on etch the other day and the stone, and I've got another shot to pick, put up, you're going to love it. Him bear hugging a stone, doing step-ups on cinder blocks, that little guy. Um, he's never turned loose until he's taught form. And to encapsule so much of this stuff here with the hunger to be somebody and it's you that controls all that all these things that i've wanted and still want to do do you see how you have the opportunity to pass it on look at look at joe and carmen he had a father that he watched that he emulates now that eventually he's going to take over and run the whole show He's already doing it, buddy. I told him last week, I said, son, I'm just out here at your pleasure from now on because he's pulling more than I am. And he's making me hustle my buns to get anywhere close to him. And I said, that day has arrived. I'm giving you the key. And he said, it's still yours, Dad. And I said, well, maybe technically, but you're the guy that's going to keep this tradition going here. You're, You're bringing your buddies in. And they're listening to you, and they're following you, and you what you what you're telling them, which is exactly what you've heard me tell people. Over listening to him talk is like me plugging in a tape recorder and listening to my own self saying it. You know, yeah. He he has absorbed everything I've taught him since he was born. He was a week old, and he was in the gym watching me squat. You know, Janie brought him out to the gym, and I'm thinking this is the way to raise a kid. Hell yeah. 
you know you know what he's absorbing there between like ages when they're just born right up to seven years old as usual yeah. you absorb just about every single thing you're ever going to I mean it's phenomenal I mean I see what good parenting is all around me all right and I see kids thrive man thrive they're not perfect in any way but when I see like Natalie with her and she just got her permit and I'm going to take her out this coming Sunday I I I am so enthusiastic and and you know I'm very close to those kids I love those kids dearly all her her kids um and I got to tell you I I would I would spit blood for them if I had to all right. I would kill if anybody ever touched him, too. I would That's kill them. Got, man. That's what family is about, you know. Yeah. And, 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 you know, this all comes from that hunger inside. All you want to do is get better and better. All you want to do is create more and more stronger, more powerful, a better you. If you like to speak like I do, more powerful, more robust, pronouncing words better, practicing your craft, being better than the others and don't let anybody tell you you can't be because there's too many people that are buried and when you walk through a cemetery as they say you hear the voices if only i did i'm never going to be that i'd rather have the good lord take me today than live like that go ahead carmen it's all yours i agree with you 100 percent, man you know everybody has got something in front of them everybody's got a goal yep you know, you want to be the best teacher, you want to be the best trackster, you want to be the best chef, whatever. You set that goal, if you if you got any sense about you, you're going to make a plan to achieve that goal. Mm-hmm. After you make that plan, then you start working the plan, and you keep working it till you reach the goal, and then you reload and start all over again. It's just like lifting. You know, you start out, and it's pretty heavy, so you work your sets and your reps, and you slowly add weight. And then, boom, there you are, and then you've got another goal in front of you. My my goal has always been to be able to take care of my family the best I can and to be as strong as I can for as long as I can. I say that every show, and I've already said it twice in this one. But it's very important to me. Yeah. I, my, my grandfather came from the old country. And that guy never touched a weight in his life, but he was stronger than anybody I've ever met except Bill Kazmaier. I met Kazmaier. <laughs> yep. Yep. But Gramps could handle his, his stuff. He You didn't screw with him nope. unless you wanted lumps on your head, you know. Yeah. And right up till he died, he was still a stud. And I that was my role model in that area. Yeah. I want to be as strong as him. And I've shared this with you before. When he found out I was lifting weights, he said, what do you do that for? <laughs> and I said, Gramps, I want to get strong. And he said, you want strong? And I said, yeah. And he says, get a job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Good old manual labor, man. Right. That's yep. right. Yep. Yep. You know, I mean, and it worked for him. Yep. You know, I mean, he he provided for his family. He helped raise his four kids and his brother's four kids because his brother died in the flu epidemic of 1919. And he took his family in and he provided for all of those people. That's being a man, Eric. Oh, without it. Hey, Carmen, think about, and I don't want to even get into this, but today's world, you'd hardly see anything like that. They'd be like, yeah, no, 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 no. This is why, you know, when you read about the Italians and the Poles and and the Irish and and many, many more, 
at one time these were all tight communities and they knew where each other's kids were they would take the other kids in or the family and most of these people had nothing nothing That's you know right. and, and but here's what they had like when we talk about this topic they listen to their heart, man, and that's where you get to where you want to go. You don't yep. need to listen to anything else but that heart and that brain, and they connect up, and you do what you need to do. You know, Doc Ridge, God bless him. Next month, it will be four years we lost him to cancer. And I miss Friday afternoons, let me tell you, with him. I used to go there. Unless something was major here or something was going on, I rarely missed because I I used to have some of the best conversations with that man than anybody I've ever talked to in my entire life. And he was my father's age, you know. Um, and the thing that was really outstanding about people like that was this. I mean, he didn't. He he had a good business. Don't get me wrong. He wasn't wealthy by any means. He owned he owned a couple pieces of property. And it was he and his wife at the time. He had uh, two sons and a daughter who were all married. And, but he had a way about him where he just was always like a real happy guy, no matter what. And I used to talk to him about this stuff. And he was like, Eric, I know, you know, he knew me religiously, what I believed and all that. And, um. He says you got to. Re- he says you got to listen to your innate intelligence. Now we can talk about reptilian. We can talk about God inside. We can talk about your heart. Anything to me, that's what it all intertwines with. And he was right, spot on, because too many people don't listen to their heart. They don't listen to the things they need to listen to, which will help them and further them in their life. And if you want to be the best you can be. I'm not going to say the version like everybody else. I'm talking Eric Fiorello. What do you want in your life? What do you want to do? What do you want to accomplish? You don't want to be sitting in a cemetery where people walk by your grave in here. If I only had finished motivation and muscle. If I had only got to Iceland and lifted that stone again. Yeah. Okay? That's what's going on with me, among many other things. And I am telling everybody, and I'll repeat, repeat, repeat again. When you start listening to yourself, when you start going out and looking different people up and listening to things they've done with their success, when you come up with your own plan, Carmen talked about it, come up with goals, come up with a plan, go and achieve, then go to the next one you want to go to, all right? Because you gain experience and knowledge that way, and that is vitally important to your future. But here's the thing with me. It's like every bridge I've crossed, now I have more experience so when the next thing comes up okay well it wasn't the same okay how am i going to deal with this or how are we going to bring in another five thousand dollars a month here what are we going to do and i'll tell you right away and i'll give it right to you just like doc ridge said and i said with the heart listen to your innate intelligence put the question out into the atmosphere and i guarantee you i guarantee you once you clean yourself up especially you will get the answer you've always wanted. Don't hesitate. Don't stop. Keep going, as I say. Keep going. It's all yours, Carm. Well, you're right. And what you have to do, and what I had to do, and I'm not saying this is going to work for everybody. It worked for me, and my son has taken it and adapted it a little bit to himself, and it worked for him. 
you have to decide what it is you want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Okay. When I was a kid in high school, I wanted to get stronger. So I started lifting weights. I got middle high school, you know, soft, sophomore, junior year. And people start saying, what are you going to do when you get out of school? <laughs> and I'm thinking, let me finish school first, man. Right. Right. And, and I had always wanted to be a Marine. And I said, I'm going to join the Marine Corps. You don't want to do that. You won't make it. And I said, well, hide and watch. I will make <laughs> two ways I'm leaving that island, either in a box or in a uniform. That's it. And I got down to that place, and they did their best to weed us out. You know, we started with 100 guys and graduated 60. Wow. But my little skinny butt did not fall in that group that was weeded out. You know, I kept telling myself, how bad do you want this? Do you want it bad enough to do it? That's the thing. Do you want it bad enough to step up and suffer a little bit and do it? And it's the same thing during my workouts. You know, I mean, 74 years old, my joints are aching. My head hurts most of the time. And I'm thinking, why am I still doing this? And then I got to remember why I started because I was a skinny, weak little rascal and I'm no longer that. But if I don't keep pushing, I will revert back to that and I'll be damned if that's going to happen to me. No, and and it won't. And I say that sometimes too. And I say to myself after, what would I do without, you know, it's like the fabric of your life now. It's it's, right. It's It's woven through. Yeah. Yeah. Six days a week. Yeah. 364 days a year. Yep. Yep. You know, I, I, every day, but Sunday and Christmas day, I'm in the gym every day. Thanksgiving morning, Joe and I are out there busting our hump so we can eat more in the afternoon. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I think the same way. I think that's swifter mentality, man. Right. That's right. But you know, I mean, it's just part of me. It's therapy for me. It's mental therapy. It's physical therapy. I may ache when I'm finished, but it's a good ache. It's an ache that I did to myself, and I'm happy with that ache because I know growth is taking place, whether it be physical growth or mental growth or a combination of the two, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think, too, that, you know, as as we go along and, and, and we set goals and we achieve goals and we make a lot of new friends and – you know, and then we're going into other things. You know, I just look at my voyage the way, you know, you start with a sand set and now you're lifting 400-pound rocks, which I never fathomed in my life. Right. When I talk about all this, you know, we talk about the hunger, all right? It depends what you really want to do. But I've just always been a guy at times that gets kind of bored with things, even people. And with lifting – It gave me the ability to never really get bored with it because when I, you know, when I started out and we started doing, um, you know, conventional lifting, obviously, uh, the three, you know, usually whether it was a bench overhead, deadlift, squat, row, things of that nature. That was a lot of fun. But I started feeling a little bit, eh. So I pick up a book one day, Doug Hepburn wrote. And then I ordered his courses. They're in these little binders, and they're exceptional. And it talked a lot about rack work. And I was like, holy cow. Now, in the meantime, I subscribed to Stuart McRoberts' Hard Gainer. Right. I, find, I find John McKean. And I'm finding all kinds of stuff now about this. And now it's got me a little bit intrigued here. And suddenly... I'm starting to do it. This is when I talked about when I lost my brother and my training partner, who was like a brother. 
I mean, we talk now, but we didn't speak for 10 years. That was the thing that blew that up anyways. Um, it was There was some problems to begin with, but they used to be like, what's the point of doing that stuff? It doesn't do anything. I'm like, well, and then the direction went. They took the fork in the road to the left, and I went to the right. Um, and I'll be honest with you, it was a bad time, at least in the beginning, because you got to figure out, okay, where am I going to train now? I don't want to go in the gym. I started setting stuff up here at the house. But I will tell you this. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. And I mean that wholeheartedly, as much as I love the both of them. I think, I don't know, I don't know if I'd still be lifting now. I probably would, but it would be, you know, eh, this stuff I'm doing now, um, and Carmen can attest to what he does. I mean, this shit I'm doing out there, I mean, it could literally kill you. Literally. I mean, I've already paid with one bicep. That happens, man. I, don't, I have no problem with that at all. That's just, as they said in Iceland, you got a, a, a scar of strength there. I, I love that. Scar of strength. But my point is here, when you want to be the best you can be, when you believe in excellence, and, you know, we talk about, obviously, the hunger to be somebody, when you start doing the things we do, I'm telling you right now, you're going to be whatever you want to be. Because once you have success and you put the throttle down, we all know failure hits, hits, hits. Failure's good. Most people tell oh, I don't want failure. Why? Failure shows that you're out doing something, that you are improving yourself. This this is the thing right now, and I'll give it right to you, is this. At this point and stage in my life with lifting and the businesses and everything, I am nowhere near what I want to be as far as a wage earner, all right, and where I want to go in the world, not only lift stones, to live, to visit. But I will tell you this. Even my brother-in-law said it. I am the happiest I have ever been in my entire life right now and preceding this. And most people look at me and say, you got to be effed up. And I'm like, why is that? Well, you know, when you left five years ago, you were making low 80s and you'd probably be making what? I said six figures now. How can you be happier? Well, here's something that obviously you don't understand. When there's something you love and you'd give your life for it, you're happy. And I remember, I've said this on the shows, I want to keep reminding people, Earl Nightingale. No, it wasn't Earl Nightingale, it was, um, oh, he wrote Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. I read I read, and I heard him talking one time, too. Even though Andrew Carnegie, he was working for him, he wasn't getting any wage or he was getting very little. And I remember him saying for five years, he literally pretty much starved almost, not without, but lived very lean. I know that feeling. And he said after the fifth year, about the middle of it, suddenly money started coming in. And he said then at one point, the money came in so fast, he couldn't even count the money that was coming in. It was coming in so quickly. And he said The first thing I thought about and said out loud is, where have you been for the last five years? Yeah. Let me tell you, folks, if you stay with it and you got a good product and you're honest in what you do, the money's coming. But if you don't have the patience or the resolve to withstand the day in and day out beating someday, you're finished. You're on the side of the road 
with your thumb out, hitchhiking the hell as far as I'm concerned. Right. And that's that's something you need to really think about, I just said. You need to address that within yourself if you're even teetering on quitting anything. It's all yours, Carmen. Well, you said a key word near the end of your statement, and it's patience. Yep. Too yep. many people don't have patience. They want to do it and say, okay, I've done this for a week. I'm, I'm ready for competition on the world stage. No, you're not. You're not even ready for competition on the block. You know, <laughs> yeah. come on and yeah. give it a rest. You know, it takes time to excel at anything. Yep. Unless you're, unless you're fortunate enough to be born into a wealthy family, you don't know what it is to have to earn a living right. and do things and, and earn it. You know, that was one thing about the Marine Corps that they told us, you know, they said, we're down there and they said, okay, some of you might be from families that have got money. Some of you may be from families that got nothing. They said, but when you go home, you survive here and you go home, you will have something that even the richest people in the world cannot buy. And that's the fact that you are a U.S. Marine. Yep. And that crap, I, I buy into that, Eric, right? To, even to this day, you know, I, I look around and I see these people here in Oklahoma. We got a lot of oil people. And they got money coming out of every orifice in their body. and But I'm thinking that's all well and good. When we die, that worm's not going to know if he's eating a billionaire or if he's eating me. Yeah. I'll be a little tougher to chew, but that's the only difference. Yep. But I, I'm going to die a Marine, and you're not. And that, right. to me, is all the difference in the world. Plus, I will die a Marine power lifter. Yep. You know, and to me, that is the peak of being great. I mean, because both of these activities require a focused, determined attitude. You just don't show up and say, okay, here I am. Okay, if here you are, then grab this and do this. I don't want to, then get the hell out. Yeah, right. I just don't have patience for people that are, don't have the time to say, okay, I'm going to commit to this. My wife and I will be married 42 years this weekend. Wow. And that Congrats. doesn't happen just by falling off a log either, you know? No, not it's at all. Not for me than it has been for her. I keep telling her that. <laughs> but you know what? Obviously, you two both know the word, commitment. Yeah. You know, and, and it's just one of those things. She loves me, and I love her without condition. No matter yep. what, anywhere, anytime, I'll do whatever I need to do to make her happy. Yep. yep. And that's just the way it is. That's what you do. I commit to stuff, and I commit forever. Hey, Carm, uh, Carmen, I'll, I'll tell you this. You know, and I don't bring this up much, but I'll bring it up with you. You know, I look at my mother and father, okay? You know, my father's been deceased for quite a while. And all of the stuff with Jimmy and everything else. And, you know, and they had a, they had a great marriage. They had four other kids, too. And this place was a hot box. Everybody used to be over here, you know, big house, the whole thing. And I look at what they did and how they kept the family unit together and, and worked real hard and, and raised good kids that never were in, you know, kid trouble, yeah, but never were, like, put in Seriously, jail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, like, you and your wife, I mean, you know, and I sometimes, you know, I, I tell everybody, every day I think about Jimmy, what would he be? You know, where would he be? Would he be married? Would he? Would I be an uncle for him? I don't know. But it intrigues me all the time. But what I think about my parents a lot, too, is this. They never asked for anything. My father, he would never, you know, he would never. Too much pride. He wouldn't do it. He'd go out and work 50 jobs if he had to. But yeah. this, this is my point I want to make is this. 
with all the shit they were going through, and I have no idea, I can't even imagine, and he had to bury his second son. It was the only time I saw my father cry. It was the only yeah. time in all the all my years of living with him. He was too damn tough, but he lost his boy, man, and that I, that had to kill them. I mean, oh, yeah. because my mother always said, you know, your, your children should never go before you. But this is my point, and I'll get right to you. Um, what, what I'm very prideful of of everything is this. Not only did you see example, but you saw people that could have just said, hey, I was dealt a bad you know, hand, and I'll just give my boy over to muscular dystrophy and let them take care of him. Never, never. My old man would have killed somebody if they tried to take his boy. Never, yeah. never. So, Never you know, surrender. Never. And the old man was army. He was, you know, he, he didn't fuck around. I mean, he got a purple heart and all that yeah. stuff. He was a good yeah. man. My father was tough. We've talked about fathers. Um, I talked about this the other day. You know, a lot of people would have probably been upset. You know, you hear, I heard my father say once in a while he loved me. My father wasn't touchy-feely. He put his arm around you once in a while. But here's the thing I loved about my dad, and I think I'm the same way in, a, in some principle as this. We always had a safe home. We had a beautiful home. We always had food on the table, clothes on our back, and lots of friends, okay? But here's the biggest thing of all, and I'm like this with girlfriends because it seems like after a few dates, if they really like you, they say, I love you, and I usually don't say anything back, and it pisses them off big time. And this is, I think, where it comes from the old man. My father never handed out anything real easily, but when he did, when my father told me he loved me, even though I knew he did, it meant everything to me. Because he just didn't throw it out there all the time, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's the thing, you know, and those old school guys, they were hard. Yeah. But they they were, they were hard for a reason. They grew up in a hard time. They yeah. came up in the Depression, fought in World War II, yep. and by God, they were tough. Yep. And some of those poor guys made it through the Depression, World War II, and then they had to go fight in Korea. Yeah. And I mean, you yep, talk about yep. luck, you know. I mean, there you go. But they understood the value of commitment. They understood the value of hard work. And they understood the value of how important family is. I, I've told Joe since he was little, I said, family comes before everything else. Because yep. when, it, when, it, when it gets down to nut-cutting time, friends are going to cut and run. Oh, yeah. One oh, you yeah. can turn to is your family. Yep. Don't ever forget that. Yep. Family takes precedent over everything. Absolutely. And, because you know, I, I see I see a copy of myself in him. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I hope I did right by him, you know. Yeah, I think but you I did, think I, he's, he's, he's He makes me very proud. He's a fine man. He's got a good wife. Yep. They've got a happy marriage. They'll be seven years this weekend. Good. For, so, wow. Coincidence, you know, huh? Yeah, Holy shit. day before our anniversary. That's wow. great. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's awesome. But, you know, I you're right on the money. A lot of them came up the hard way. My yep. grandfather was real hard, man. And I remember my mother talking. You know, we laugh about it. You know, my father was he was he was quite a wild guy. I mean, he he was in tr- I don't mean it with the law either, but he was a rabble rouser for sure. Oh yeah. And um you know, it had to be hard to lose your mother at nine years old. You got all sisters other than he. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and Grandpa was tough, man. Real, I mean, real tough. He made my father, I thought, look soft. I mean, he was the iron fist for sure. Yeah. But don't ever touch his kids or his grandkids, boy. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I nope. heard that. I know exactly what you mean, man. Yep. You know, you know you, to me, that's what family should be. Yep. That's your refuge. That's your last yep. port in the storm. Yep. You know, you get your ass in the sling. You can always go, hey, dad, what yep. can I do for you, son? Yep. You know, and, and if you raise them right, there's not those many instances where, hey, dad, I'm in trouble. No. You know, and I, I can't, there has not been one instance with Joe like that. No, no. You know, and I, and I keep telling him, I said, you made being a father easy. Yeah. But, but and, and once again, that, and I appreciate that, you know? Yeah. But once again, we go back to what you and I talk about all the time and we talk today. Look at the surroundings he's got. Look at Danny. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like people, you know, kind of like, eh, you know, it doesn't really, it does matter. And yeah. kids, kids form in their mind and in their heart what they're hearing and seeing. And if they're seeing nothing but garbage all day and they're hearing nothing but garbage all day, they're going to produce like garbage. They're going to be weeds. That's all they're going to be. But then you have the other ones that read a lot, have a fine example, have them involved. You know, I look at my sister's kids. They're involved in everything. All right. Um, They work. They are. So they know now what it is to go and work and earn money. Natalie and Suzanne both have summer jobs. Um, So, the examples just keep going on and on and on. And, you know, when you talk to them, I love to hear what they're up to, what they're doing, or they'll text me sometimes or whatever. Um, It's just very important because I know in today's world more than ever, you damn well better have good role models. And, And I always want those kids you talked about coming to you. I never want them to if something's going on and they feel they need to talk to me i never want them to be afraid to come to me because i'd be very upset if they were afraid and i know they're not but it's it's once again another strong male in their lives that i hope when they look at me and eventually when they start dating men i know they date now but not to the degree we're talking about that they say okay dad uncle h you know and uncle tim and and mark and everybody you know, are, uh, am I going to base my choice off what I've seen and been around with them? I hope they do. I mean, I'm not saying I'm perfect by any means, but they know the deal with me. And and I'm sure with, the, with Dan and everybody. And that is vitally important because I remember one day Natalie was walking the dog. His name's Hershey. He's a beautiful black lab with pity in him, and he, he's awesome dog. Um. And I don't know if he barked at some guy or something. And he, I don't, I want to say he kind of made like a threatening marked remark to Natalie. And I kind of found out later. And I think Dan went down with her and just to see if this guy was out. Um, I said, lucky I wasn't here. And she came home and said that because I would have yanked her out with the dog and we would have went right down. I would have pounded yeah. on his fucking door. Yeah. Don't fuck around with them, man. That's you know right. what I mean? And and maybe you watch the Kung Fu movies and all the other horse shit that's out there and think, oh, if he hits me, I'll get right back up after I swing at him. I said, you ain't getting back up if I hit no, you, fuck. It, 
it's a tombstone shot right there, yeah. man. Yeah. You know? I, 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 you know, you know, from being a Marine and a teacher and all that to me, people can't give you respect because they don't respect themselves. And That's right. we're living in a time now where, you know, I, I listen when I'm out somewhere at a store or something and I'm saying to myself, if you ever talk to me like that, you'd be damn hurting after because I would stop you dead in your tracks, man. But see, everything is like, you know, it's kind of funny. It's cute. It's not cute. And it's low life, man. It's low life. I just had this woman. This was in Whole Foods. I'm not advertising for him. I don't really like the place at all. I don't like the people in there either too much. And I've had a few brushes in there too. But there, there, there's this one yogurt from... Um, um, Iceland that I can get there and nobody else carries it. So I go there when I want to go there. And there was this woman with a, with a kid and he, it says on her shirt, I'm fat and I don't give a F U C K on it. And I'm right. saying, and the kid was fat as hell. She, I'll tell you what, Carmen, she What's had to have a, tw- well, she had to have a 24 inch arm and a tattoo that covered from the top of the delt right down to almost the elbow. And I'm saying to myself, oh, yeah, you're real appealing. You know what I yeah. mean? I, I didn't say – and she's walking around like she's king shit. You know what I mean? I'm like, do you realize what you are? You know, and, and you what, probably already know. And this kid – What message is she sending to that kid? Well, I'll tell you what. They don't converse. You know what they do? They're both on the phone texting. Yeah. How's that, man? My old man, if I tried to pull that or brought a phone to the table, he would have threw the fucking thing through the window, man. And you would have been right after <laughs> No way. Been, that yeah. would have never washed with him, man. Never. Never, never. Doesn't wash with my sister either. They are not allowed to have a phone with them when they're at the table. Yeah. Period. You know? But, and I don't want to get off the rail, but, you know, I'm just saying, when we talk about be somebody... You know, I guess it's a lot easier to be like everybody because then, you know what, nobody wants to ruffle you. Nobody wants to say anything to you. You kind of, even though that woman was probably 300 pounds, even though she had a shirt on that says that crap, I don't know, maybe she wants somebody to say something to her. But I was looking at her and I'm like, oh, my God, man. I'm like, is this what we're producing now totally? Um, And it makes me thank God every day that I've got what I've got and keep getting it and, and business and friends like you and, 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 and the training and the thought and, you know, John McKean and so many others, man, that just come from a different side of the road, man. And it's like, I don't gravitate to anybody like that. And not that I ever did, but my gravitation, my pull into me is like, how strong, how strong you want to get? How powerful you want to get? What type of a leader do you want to be? What do you want to stand for? What makes your juices rip? You know what right. I mean? That's what I hang with. That's what I live. And I will tell you this. I have no problem being a, soli- being a solitary creature. And if it ever comes down to that because I don't find what I like, so be it, man. Yeah. So be it. What kind of message do you want to send to people? Exactly. Do you want to send a message of positivity, yep. of confidence, yep. of strength, or do you want to send a message of you're just a lily-livered puke <laughs> who, who can be walked upon, you know? Absolutely. I mean, it's just it's your choice. 
it, we all have that choice. And like you said, you come to that fork in the road. You want to go left or you want to go right. Yep. I'm going to go to the, on the path that leads to strength yep. in, in longevity. And I just I, I don't go out of my way to be rude to people, but I can be if I need to be. Yeah. And I prefer not to be. Yep. Because I've, I feel that you catch more flies with honey than you do with, with vinegar. Yep. But if you're going to be a jerk to me, then expect to get that back at you, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Like that woman the other day, it was like, I'm sure she's bitching how she can't find a boyfriend or anything. It's like, honey, I'm sure you yeah. will because, as they say, there's an ass for every seat. That's but, right. But I'm telling you right now, see, you know what's happened to me more than ever now, Carmen, is this. I can't put it all in one nutshell. I could probably do a whole show with you on it. Things have changed with me. Not that I was ever uh, a bottom feeder or anything like that. Never like that. Always wanted to do better. You know, You know. as I was saying to Paul Firepower Gray the other day, I can't tell you how many times my father's voice goes off in my head. My father saved my ass multiple times, even though he's not here. Right. But, but, I've changed, and obviously it's the entrepreneurship and really having a focused point within me where I know where I want to go. It might not necessarily go exactly. It might have to zigzag, upturn, downturn, whatever. That's neither here nor there. And I'm not saying I'm better, but I am better. You know why? Because I want to be better. Why? Because... I want to be a guy that they say, Eric Fiorello, I remember him. He started FBC and M&M, and I remember he was basically almost starving. Now he's a multi-millionaire, and he's doing everything and everything to promote kids, to promote organizations, to help others, to create a life. And the most, I think, out of what I'm doing here, which we have sadly lost – is this life that I am creating on and on and on, writing the next chapter, I have freedom. And when I have money, I have freedom to do what I want to do. And I know most people don't ever give any thought to their freedom. I'm sure you do. But the majority of people are just like, hey, you know what? I can get a free phone. Oh, look at that. I can do this. Oh, they'll heat my house for nothing. Look. I know there's some people out there that are legitimately hurting. I got it. I, I, I don't want to see anybody freeze, die, or all of it above. But my thing is this. I want to have the freedom and the ability to say, you know what? I don't need anything from the government, or I don't need to do this. Why? Because I can go and do that, and it's much better, and it promotes something better from there. I'm constantly looking for ways to improve to live my life with a much fuller and a more balanced life, obviously. But on the other hand, you know, as Stevie Shank says, when you get here, we're going to light the forest on fire and burn a hole right through it. I mean that, you know, that's what I'm saying. When it's time to pull off the gloves and go berserk, you got the best guy here. I love all that stuff. So, you know, that's how I look at everything we're talking about, Tay. And, and and when you are somebody and when you have captured that whole thing, you're not going to have these indecisions every day. Or do they like me? Or, oh, they said not to do it. I, I guess I won't do it. Those things are all gone, folks. 
And if that sounds good to you, pay attention to what's coming up, not only with this show today, but with the future we got. Carm, summarize everything, give out all your info, and we'll get set up for next month, brother. Well, I've enjoyed this visit. This has been a great one. The only sad thing is Joe wasn't here to take part because he would have he could have added some points, but I'll tell him about it anyway. But, you know, my father always told me a man's only as good as his word. Yep. If if you tell somebody, if you make a promise, you damn well better back it up, because if the minute you don't, people aren't going to trust you anymore. And your credibility as a human being is shot to crap. Yep. And he's right, you know, and so you just have to be the kind of guy that would make yourself and your family proud. That's what I want to be. I want to be strong. I want to be honest. I want to be a guy that people say he he kept his word. He helped me when I was in need. Just a couple of weeks ago, I had a former student contact me. Mm-hmm. She's also a te- She just has been teaching for five years now. She contacted me. She said, I've seen you on Facebook. My son is in high school. He's a football player. He wants to join a gym. I want somebody to teach him how to do it right. Can I bring him by? And I just about passed out because I hadn't <laughs> talked to this lady since she left sixth grade 30 years ago. You know? Holy cow. And I said, Angelia, anytime, anywhere, you're still one of my kids. Yep. And yep. she brought this kid by. He's 13 years old. No, excuse me. He's a senior. Yep. He's six two and two hundred pounds, and I thought, where? How the hell do these kids get this big anymore, Eric? Yeah, I know. I mean, it's insane. But anyway, and I just felt like I had accomplished something in my life for have a former student con- contact me and say those kind of words. It just made me melt a little bit inside, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I don't cry often because Marines don't cry, but I had to test my eyes for leaks a little bit there, you know. (laughs) (laughs) We'll forgive you. (laughs) I'm very very happy to be able to assist. And he came and he loved it, and he's going to keep coming back, I hope. And so that part of my life has been a success. You know, you help people, and you pass that knowledge and that image on, and they try to follow in your footsteps. That's all we are here to do, and just be the best kind of person you can be. Yep, and I and I and I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'll tell you what: what we do creates that discipline. Exactly. And when you're, and when you're like that, like I said, all the outside shit, nothing. It doesn't phase right. you, nothing. And you got this young man now, where here we go again. Your leadership ability. Who knows what you're going to do with this young man? I great. I, I'm he's very got, happy he's for got you. Potential. Yeah. And one thing I hate is seeing good potential go to waste. Yep. You know, if you got the skills and the talent, pursue it, become the best you can be. And that, you know, talk about goals and and who do you want to be like? I want to be the best Carmen I can be every day, all day. And you want to be the best Eric you can be every day, all day. And we just have to keep working at it. You know, the job's not done yet. No. When my last breath is taken, that's when the job is over. And I want people to say, geez, I'm sorry he's gone, instead of, thank God, that old fart's no longer around here to bust our shop. Exactly. But you know what? You know what, too? Here's the thing. We talk about this all the time to get this out to the masses and all the other stuff that's going on with people affiliated with the show. That's the main purpose here. It's like, okay, we like calling it physical culture here. There's many aspects of it here. But for any kid and anybody, I don't dissuade anybody not to come in here 
But right. especially for kids, man, and a lot of kids are facing a lot of shit every day of the week. I'm telling you, kids, middle-aged, seniors, because we have them come in here and they contact me. They love the show. I'm telling you right now, this show, and I, I'll say it because I, I believe in it totally, the more you listen to these shows, whether it's with Carmen or anybody here, I'm telling you right now, you have an advantage. You have an opportunity here to start organizing your life. And you know Carmen said you can contact him, you can contact me. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to say it one more time. I'll give it back to Carmen quick. Go out and look at the stuff I'm doing with Danny. And I know Dan is too. But the tire flipping and all that, that's all being taught through us, through me, where he learns the correct way to do things, to use your leverage correctly. You can teach an 8-year-old, 9-year-old like that. All I can tell you, folks, is look out because the freight train is going to run you over if you don't get out of the way. It's all yours, brother. Okay. Well, just thanks again, Eric. This has been a great podcast. We, Like always, we start out with a goal, and we reach it, and then we circle it and beat it some more, and then we reach <laughs> it again and again, you know. But since right there. Well, I was going to say when you said beat it, I was going to say beat it right into the ground, man. That's right. Yep. That's the only way to do it. Yep. You know, if you're going to, when you start training, you got to, you have to learn correctly from the get go. Yep. There's too many people out there who are giving out bad information. You know, we've said this in previous podcasts. That's the disadvantage the young people have today. There's nobody out there. Very few places can the kid go and get good instruction. Oh, without a doubt. You no. Know, and, and if you without don't learn how to do it right, you're going to wind up getting hurt and then you, you can't train at all. Nope. And no sense of that. So learn the right way and then start training hard. It's like I told my son when he was taking music in high school. He made Allstate twice playing wow. the bassoon. I said, you don't. Practice doesn't start till you learn how to do it. Yep. yep. After you learn how to do it, that's when practice starts. Yep. Because if you're not, if you don't learn how to do it and you think you're practicing, you're just practicing bad habits. Yep. Learn the right way and then practice that right way and you'll be great. And it's the same with what we do. You, you know, you got to train yourself to do it correctly every time, and then it just becomes muscle memory, and you're good to go. Hey, Carmen, I'll say this, and then we'll we'll wind it up. And I'll I'll ask. Well, you'll know what I'm saying. Um, I can't imagine life without it. Isn't that the truth? It's the truth. I, I, I and people say to me, how how do you how do you think that way or i said until you try nope i'm using the wrong word until you come in and do it whether you go to carmen's place or here or somebody else and learn from people that have been digging trenches for years and have come up with unique things and have been championship caliber not only that but as a man or woman you're you're a statue you think you act and you and you give all right and I'm telling you right now, uh, I, I, I don't say this lightly. I'd ra- if I can't lift, I'd rather be dead. All right? I'm serious. I don't, I don't want when – I, when I leave the earth, uh, I, like I said, I'd love to be on the platform and just drop dead right there, and that's it. Yep. Boom. It's over. It's done. None yeah. of this shit with a drool cup or wearing a diaper. That's not me. I, I, I won't live like that, Carmen. That's not yep. me. 
When I go to heaven or Valhalla or wherever I'm going to be scooting around all over, man, I want to be ready for the next big thrill. Anything else, brother? No, there's only one way to live, and that's balls to the wall every day, 24-7. Yep, yep, yep. That's it. All right. This is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Go out to, um, like I said, um, Fiorello Barbell Co., Winners and Champions, the premier product. Go out and purchase it. It's easy to download. Anything we talk about is all over that thing. And the philosophy of thinking. And I don't even know if I want to use that word. Most of the stuff I've put down, you probably heard some of it, but a lot of it is from being out there and training alone for so long. I mean, and people come over here and train. Dan was over here the other day with me. That's few and far between. And with a lot of stuff I'm doing, you're not going to get a lot of takers. But you come in here and I teach you, you'll be like, why didn't I learn this, you know, a, a kid? I said, if Danny goes where I'm going, he's going to be doing power rack work by the time he's 12. And I will guarantee you with the show, because we'll be so big by then, I'll have him on as a guest. I'm going to have him on shortly anyways, probably with Dan, but he could handle it alone. Wait till you see this kid, man. I mean, he's my pride and joy. And I've always wanted a, one of the boys to come in here. He might be the one that buys into everything. If he does, that will be my glory shot, believe me. Right, Obviously, right. the Husafel Stone will be the accomplishment among many I want to do. But let me tell you, I get a hold of my young nephew, look out world, because if he plays sports, I'm going to tell anybody of nine years old, he's going to crush you. And not only will he be physically, he'll be a mental monster. But here's one thing I know about my nephew. He's a gentleman. So, as I say, be nice to one another because there's certain people uh, you probably don't want to tread on down the road, and he's going to be one of them, believe me. And I couldn't be happier. I want to see this kid, like all of them, succeed. But nothing would make me happier to have him come over and say, Hey, Uncle H, what do you say I work out with you today? I'd be like, Danny, get in there, man. We're ready to go. That's what it's about. So, you know, think about all those things. Also, too, go out, Prosperity Consciousness on Fiorello Barbell Co. There's a $25,50, investment. It's time to invest, folks. We need to get more capital coming in here, and we will make it regardless. But it's, you know, free everything pretty much other than the product. It would help me out tremendously right now, and it's not a lot of money when you break it down over 12 months. So do think about it. Think about it. And if you think about it, take action to it. MotivationMuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and look at all the shows Carmen and I have done. This show will be up towards the mid or the end of the week because I got to go to that other job. So that keeps me out of here all day, which I want to end real quick. I, um, this is where I belong. But as I said, winners and champions do what they have to do to make it go. And I'm a guy that will make it go no matter what. Also, too, um, sign up for a free newsletter on MotivationMuscle.com. goes out to my MailChimp account. You know what I do with content, so you get that. And pay attention to the FiorelloBarbellCo.com blog. Um, I've got another um, blog post from John McKean coming up, and it looks like we've got him coming in, which ought to be an explosive show. I mean, if you heard, if I could have taped our two-hour conversations, holy God. I mean, you know, I said to Carmen, I don't know if I said it on the air or not, you know, I've been a fan of John since I was a kid. I, I first discovered him in Hard Gainer, 
And to think today, here I am talking to this guy. It's just, I, I can't sometimes fathom it in my head. And he says to me the other day, now, John's been, John's almost 70 years old. <clears throat> and, I mean, he's seen probably just about everything or close to it at this point. And he sends me another note yesterday. That's That was with a new article. He said, you know, I got off the phone with him. He goes, I was like out of my mind to train and write. I was like, you know, and I, I was pretty um, – I was I, w- I was very happy. I mean, to think that I could influence someone of that caliber to want to go do that. I said, you know what? We're doing the right thing here. But as John says to me, not only as a broadcaster, but he says, you're one of the few guys that really talk the talk and has done it. You know, Martin Jancic was the same way. We did a show, and he's coming on in October. He said right during the show, he said, you know, Eric, you're one of the few guys that do what we talk about here. He goes, most of them don't. And see, that lead, that lends your credibility, your authenticity. And not only that, how am I going to talk to a guy like Carmen or Martin or anybody if I haven't done this stuff? <laughs> I mean, nobody's going to listen to you again. That's the end of you. That's why I say 30 days is usually the max for a podcast. So that's a whole other thing in itself. That's another show. Um, also, too. Another big investment on MotivationMuscle.com. Come on in, advertise. If you want me to do voiceovers for you, I'll do that. Um, We're also looking, too. I'm looking for some people, um, some marketing people. If you're local in the Albany area, um, you can contact me through Facebook, and I will set up a way we can get a hold of one one another, whether it's by my cell phone number or whatever number you want me to use. I've got some ideas. I'd like to keep it local with people. I also want to transfer um, my two websites to um, someone local here in the area, move all my data here so it's close to home. So if there's anybody listening to this or you got any friends, go out to Facebook, like I said, Eric Fiorello. Please let me know, and I I will move on right from there. Um, But go in there, buy some uh, advertising, and I'll work with you diligently to get your brand out there. And as I said, let's keep going. Let's do a handshake, whether we can physically or not, for the next 30 years. Also, to our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. And you just heard two real men speaking. That's what you need to pay attention to. You don't need any of these sissies listening to them. All they'll do is dig a, a bigger hole for you, believe me. Um, if there's a show you like Carmen and I do, Fiorello Barbell at nightcap.rr.com. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us the five-star review. That's what we've got. We thank everybody for that. We're on Spotify. We are on Google Podcasts. And if you want to get us in your car, 24-7 AHA directory pronounced, pronounced aha. Also, if someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, five words can change your life forever. Positive or negative, that's up to you. Winners are positive, losers are negative, if you want to be blunt. Positive, negative. Also, too, my mom said when we were, always said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You don't know what people are going through. And little things like that matter, folks. I don't care what anybody tells you with that either. That does matter. Kindness is good. Kindness is not weakness, believe me. Also, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, pull it, press it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. Hey, Paul Thor, that's for you, brother. Also, too, the great Hoosa Steel Crusher Stone says in blood red domination, we are domination. We clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone. 
dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, who's been listening to Eminem from the beginning, when I hear your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. Well, it's become a tidal wave now. It gets higher and wider every day, my friend. Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor, repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win, winners never quit. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. If you want to be hungry to be somebody, you got to be a leader, folks. They're not always born, but you can sure be cultivated in the one. And that is the truth. Also, too, John Ridge, I talked about, my greatest chiropractor ever. Five years we lost him to cancer this August. He would walk every patient to the door and open the door, no matter how busy he was, and say, keep smiling. Try that on your best or worst day or walk around and say you'll have a grin from ear to ear. And I thank John for so much. I miss John incredibly, believe me. I miss our Friday afternoon chats. They were great times. Um, Be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell 100 or more of your friends that we're coming. We won't kick your door we won't kick your door and we'll blow the roof right off your house join the etched in stone family go out there there's etched in stone etched in stone for kids don't forget to go out to fiorello barbell co look at our product and look read our blogs our blog posts are incredible the people that write here um just good good stuff practical stuff that they all have done and it's stuff that'll make you feel like you're worth something Rather than walking out of these places and you're like, what I just spend my money on? My lower back's killing me right now. You won't have any of that shit. You'll be sore, but you'll be growing. You'll be buying new shirts in six months because your neck's popping the collar right off it. That's what we are here. So go out to the uh, blog post and check that all out. Um, Les Brown, you'll have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We believe in you and we got your back. And before I sign off with Carmen... I am a winner, I am a champion, I am unstoppable. And the two words you need to keep saying, too, is keep going, keep going, keep going. Think about that when you hear this. Keep thinking about all of it. Carmen, super-duper show. Um, Thank you. It's always an honor to have you on, and I look forward to next month, my friend. Me too. Thank you. And I hopefully next month we can have Big Joe with us again. Well, we'll see what the man's doing. If we got that's him, right. that's awesome. We'll add another brain to the whole yep. hive here. And, uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll have another blockbuster show. But it was good to work with you today, my friend. Thank you. I've um, enjoyed this immensely. It's oh, absolutely. Fantastic. We kicked some butt today, let me tell you. And so, <laughs> so, as I said, this show will be up mid to late week. Um, Carmen will send it out to his tribe and I will send it out to my tribe and we'll just keep growing M&M over and over. And here's something. If you like the shows, send them out to your friends. That's how we keep growing this show. And that's what we need to do. We need to go national folks. Think about that national. So for Carmen Caputo, this is Eric Fiorello. The world is asking something from you. Please go out and deliver And don't be afraid to ask something from the world. It's a mutual respect. Thanks, everyone. We will talk to you soon. And go out there and just show your power. Bye, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.